today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. How you make it up these days? I mean, you know, all sorts of financial pressure on on all of us. You know, when it comes to interest rates, inflation, food inflation, of course, the cost of food, cost of just about everything. Uh, well, a new survey that uh, was released just yesterday, as a matter of fact, indicates that uh, a lot of us are having an awful lot of problems with this, uh, and we're going to fill you in on those details before we uh, get to 11 o'clock this morning. Right now, though, I want to talk about mortgages and housing. Uh, Bank of Canada has left its benchmark interest rate unchanged uh, earlier this morning when they made their announcement. Uh, I don't think that's really surprising, but let's talk about the implications of that. And uh, to do so, we're pleased to welcome back to the program uh, Brian Hogman, who is the broker for Mission 35 Mortgages. He's also the author of a book called How to Get Mortgage-Free Really Effing Fast, uh, the book on how to pay off your mortgage in Canada with 10 simple steps. Uh, Brian, busy day today. Thanks for taking some time for us. Yeah, my pleasure. You know what? I was doing my dance of joy today, just making sure that the Bank of Canada <laughs> did what they said they were going to do and keeping the race the same. So, so no surprise, really. But there's always that doubt, though, isn't there? Because, I mean, we're we seem to be trending in the right direction here, but there's still some instability, isn't there? Yeah, that's correct. You know, all the numbers seem to be uh, moving in the right direction. Um, but it's funny, in the housing market right now, we're seeing a little bit of a pressure cooker. We're seeing competition again, and we're seeing because what happens when these interest rates stay the same is they start to give certainty, which we're, which we're glad for. But then it also starts to get people that were fence sitters back into the market. And interest rates and housing prices are usually adversely related. When the interest rates go up, the prices go down. But now when we think interest rates are going to go down, the prices might start to go up again. And, and we've seen that. I, I was looking at some of the Hamilton real estate numbers yesterday, and uh, and you're right. It's it's trending upward. Uh, the the average sale price is actually going back up again too. I don't think we're going to get to the crazy days of uh, of a couple of years ago, but uh, it's it's got to be a positive sign. Yeah, it is. You know what, Bill? It's it is a positive sign for a couple of reasons. One, the panic selling that a lot of us in the industry thought we'd see with the rising interest rates didn't happen. Um, and what that means is there's not as much supply on the market as what people thought. And just uh, basic economics, when uh, there's a lot of demand and a little supply, the price goes up. So I think that is actually good for the housing market right now and with interest rates staying the same. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of friends of mine that have been in the business, <laughs> over, and, and they're both veterans. And so they've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's gone on with the market over the last number of years and some of those fluctuations. And and that's what she was telling me, the one in particular who's saying, this is actually a good time uh, if you wanted to sell. You know, if you're thinking of downsizing and you thought, well, I'm not going to do it now uh, because, you know, the price has just crashed. Uh, but uh, as you say, the supply is not there. I know the governments have all promised that they're going to build more houses, but they're not built yet. <laughs> and, and <laughs> you know, as, yeah. uh, as a matter of fact, they could probably don't even have the lumber for them yet. So that's that's going to take a while for that adjustment to actually filter through the system, isn't it? Yeah, very true. You know, and I think it's good plans. And especially with immigration, you know, we've got, a, I think the last track number I saw there was a million new people coming into the country over the past 12 months. Um, and I know the building permits are not the same as a million people coming in or the household formation. So uh, we are going to, I don't know how long the supply situation is going to last for, but it's uh, it's definitely an issue that's going to last for a while. And I think this is a unique moment in time because um, interest rates, but when they start to officially drop, whether that's going to be June 7th at the next one or Q3, Q4, I think you'll see even more people running in because uh, people like to run in uh, when the market's hot. And right now it just might be at that simmering point. Well, I was looking at uh, some of the BMO stats here on their webpage, Bank of Montreal stats. Uh, and just to refresh people's memories, in, in January of 2022, uh, the Bank of Canada rate was 0.25. That's 0.25. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> so, and those those were interesting days to be sure. Four point five right now, and and you may say, well, God, that maybe they're going to go back down. I don't think they're ever going to go back down to to that low point of twenty twenty two. But do you anticipate that the banks may reconsider and maybe if you know right now we're at a stable four point five? Uh, can you see them declining later on this year? Uh, I'm hopeful. I'd like to see them decline, but it might take longer than we think. You know, new information seems to come out all the time. Uh, I would be my my prediction would be that we're going to see rates stay pretty stable till the end of the year. Uh, but it's something for people to remember too, because if you're hoping for rates to go down, just to compare a variable and a fix today, you know, a variable starts at around six point seven, will last a little bit of a discount, and we're seeing five year fixed money at four and a half. Bill, that's a two-point spread where typically you're supposed to be compensated for taking risk. So if you're waiting for rates to come down, it might be a good idea. Just you know, talk to your bank, your mortgage advisor, and look at what a five-year fixed rate is today because that would technically be two percentage points decline in order to lock in what you could get today. It's, and that's interesting to have that conversation, as I say, with somebody like yourself or, you know, the bank, if that's where you're comfortable talking, uh, to try to get some advice on this. I mean, because the, the, to try to predict this stuff is just crazy, because even today, when when the bank made uh, their announcement about uh, the fact that they're going to stay at 4.5%, uh, they also made their inflation predictions, uh, you know, and they figure it's going to take probably till the end of 2024 uh, before they get down to that 2%, which seems to be their magic number. So uh, uh, this it's great to see that the inflation numbers have gone down steadily here, uh, but we're not where they want to be right now. And until they establish that comfort level, I guess we're just going to have to put up with the fact that things aren't going to move a whole lot. Yeah, I think it's not going to move that quick because uh, for people to remember, uh, mortgage renewals come up every single month for different people. And it takes time. There's still people that got great mortgages two, three years ago that have another two years left. So as that starts to work its way through, that person that's locked in at a 2% or 2.5% fixed rate, and then when they renew at double the rate, 4, 4.5, that's when the you know disposable income goes down, they start saving more. So all that stuff does take a while to work its way through the marketplace. What about uh, qualifying for mortgages right now? I mean, the governments have, have they've been aware of the fact that uh, the, the, the qualification for the mortgage has been a bit of a, a stumbling block for some people. And a lot of people are going back to the bank of mom and dad to try to, uh, you know, bridge that gap for the last little while. Uh, and then you and I have talked in the past about the number of people that have just given up on home ownership right now. Uh, can we please tell these people that there is a light at the end of the tunnel? Oh, hallelujah. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And yes, over the past year and a half, we saw we saw the bank of mom and dad get cleaned out pretty good. They yeah. were helping out with a lot of people. But I think there is a light and don't give up hope. I actually was just talking to a bunch of graduates from McMaster the other day. And you know what we see a lot of people do and Bill is actually two people getting together and buying a house. It could be two friends, three friends buying a house together. I think today you just need to be a little bit more resourceful and don't take no for an answer, right? Sometimes when you go to a bank, it might be a no because they have tough credit criteria, but there's credit unions, there's trust companies, there's over probably 25, 30 different options that you can look at to get money. So, you know, just don't take the one no for an answer, be resilient and keep asking because there is a way to get in the housing market. It's not impossible. It's Harder than it was, but it's not impossible to get in by any means. And like you say, for people that are willing to, to be flexible and think outside the box, I'm, I'm hearing more of those stories about co-ownership. And, and boy, you know, 10 years ago, that was just not, not, not even to be considered. But I, I guess, you know, you look at it and say, look, it's, you know, it's, it's a way into the market anyway. 
Yeah, you know what? And the kids call it house hacking today. I call them kids because I feel like I'm getting older now, Bill. But house <laughs> hacking is, you know, getting a little bit of uh, residual income. You know, if you uh, rent out your basement, if you rent out a parking spot, you rent out the garage. I've even seen people buy a house. They go away, go visit with their parents who live, you know, in another province somewhere else. Or if they go on vacation, they'll Airbnb their house for a week or two weeks to help make the mortgage payment. And this is this house hacking is uh, it's just incredibly resourceful to see people do this and it helps pay the bills and it helps use that asset uh, at a highest and best use for people. Well, you uh, need to talk to a guy like Brian Hogman if you want to get some advice about that, because uh, th- these are the experts in, in these uh, unusual times. Brian, always great to get your perspective. Thanks for spending some time with us today. My pleasure, Bill. Thanks so much. Take care. Brian Hogman, uh, broker with uh, Mission 35 Mortgages. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.